Hebrews 9, 11 through 15. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies to the purifying of the flesh. This is a reference to the red heifer sacrifice. How much more shall the blood of Messiah, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the renewed covenant, Jeremiah 31 covenant, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first covenant, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And Isaiah 52, 15, thus he shall sprinkle many nations. Kings will shut their mouths on account of him for what they had not seen, what they had been, not been told they will see, what they had not heard they will understand. In the history of Israel, there have been nine red heifer sacrifices total known to date. And in the rabbinic tradition in our day and our time, the next temple on the Temple Mount will be inaugurated and Messiah will come with the offering of the next or the 10th red heifer. This is Jewish thought today. So there is a growing anticipation as we enter this Yom Kippur that the coming of Messiah, the Messiah of Israel, is drawing near. On September 15th, five red heifers landed in Israel from Texas. They will continue to be monitored, but they will be eligible for this red heifer sacrifice in one to one and a half years. This means that this red heifer sacrifice could be made on the Mount of Olives as early as next Yom Kippur or possibly the following Passover. When that sacrifice is made, the ashes will be mixed with the water for the healing of Israel and also for the cleansing, the purification. And according to Jewish thought, this will also prepare the way for purifying the Temple Mount in the in allowing worship, Jewish worship, to be reestablished on the Temple Mount and the next temple to be built and restored and preparing the way for Messiah himself to come, to appear. We know that Messiah who is coming is Yeshua who will return. And I saw a great white throne and him who sat upon it, who, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away. No place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were open. This is Yom Kippur. When according to Jewish tradition, the judgment books of God are opened between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And there's a final judgment day that happens at Yom Kippur. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. The sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every one of them, according to their deeds. 
and death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Revelation 20, 11 through 15. A, pop, a very common saying that you will hear among Jewish people as we approach Yom Kippur is, may your name be written in the book of life. Hallelujah. These are 10 days of awe as we approach Yom Kippur. They're also 10 days of consecration. Aaron's and his sons were instructed by Moses to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And on that breastplate was written the 10 tribes of Israel, the 10 sons of the 12 sons of Israel, the 12 tribes. Also on the ephod, on the shoulder piece, the onyx stones contain the names of the 12 sons of Israel. The tunic and then the turban had holy to the Lord, holy to yod heh vav -Heh written upon it. Every time Aaron entered the holy place, including the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur, he literally carried Israel, the sons of Israel on his heart and on his shoulders, the responsibility, the priestly responsibility of them before the Lord. Exodus 29, 4 to 9 talks about the ordination of the priest. It happened, priesthood, it happened in the front of the tent of meeting. This consecration of the priests of Aaron and his sons to the people of Israel happened in the front of the tent of meeting. It was not kept private. It was not in a prayer closet. It was public. Aaron and his sons were washed. They were cleansed. They were circumcised of heart. And then finally, they were dressed in the garments that I've just described, having Israel written on the heart, on the breastplate, on the shoulders. Only then was the anointing oil poured out upon the head of Aaron and his sons, just as it also talks about in Psalm 133, and the commanded blessing was able to be released. Deuteronomy 7, 6 talks about Israel's unique priesthood, Israel being a people holy to the Lord, number 6, 24 to 26. The ironic blessing was then prayed, and I'll release this over all of you later, but Yom Kippur is this time of consecration so that they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel. And I then will bless them. The name of God, the image of God, the very character and presence of God being worshipped and welcomed on earth to Israel in Jerusalem as it is in heaven. And from here, the blessing released to the ends of the earth. This is the purpose of holy consecration. Numbers 25, Ezekiel 44, Ezekiel 46 show that this was not just a one-time consecration for Aaron and his sons. No, an eternal priesthood was given to Phinehas, to the sons of Zadok, and also an eternal priesthood to Messiah in the eschatological temple to come. 
1 Peter 2-5, you also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house, as a holy priesthood. Yeshua invites you, beloved global bride, into this royal priesthood, this consecration. And during these days to have to consecrate yourself, to be holy, also to carry Israel on your heart, to be consecrated to Israel and on your shoulders. It's a time of final introspection, repentance. We know that we are written already in the Lamb's Book of Life as believers, but it's a time to call others to do this as well. It's a time of preparation of the bride for Yeshua and the consecration of the bride to Israel. And it's a time of final shofar blasts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise and glory be to God. And I'd like to end our time together tonight by inviting you all into this holy Shabbat, into this holy season. We're going to go ahead and enter Shabbat now. Let's take these communion elements as a holy offering to the Lord, as a holy consecration to him and also to Israel as we enter this holy season together. Yeshua, we praise you. We praise you. Lord, we thank you. We honor you for your atoning sacrifice, which is forever. Your blood, Yeshua, speaks a better word than all other things. And we proclaim the power of your blood and atonement right now, Holy One of Israel, over your people of Israel and over your global bride from here to the ends of the earth. We thank you that your blood has had and it does have and it forever will have its merciful effect. We praise you, Lamb of God. You are worthy. And we bow before you. We join the heavenly chorus right now in saying, holy, holy, kadosh, kadosh, kadosh is the one who is, the one who was, and then the one who is to come. Thank you for your revelation, Yeshua. Thank you for the revelation, even in the coming days in this season, as your word unfolds before our eyes, even with worship of you in the land being restored and on your temple mount, the revelation of you, Lamb of God, be exalted. We thank you and we praise you and we welcome you in all your glory, in all your majesty for such a time as this. B'Shem Yeshunan. I'm gonna put my screen just a little bit down so that you can see. Start by lighting the Shabbat candles. We'll officially enter this Shabbat together. This is Shabbat Teshuvah, the Shabbat of Shia. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who commands us, who sanctifies us by your commandments in your word, and by the blood of Yeshua, 
our Messiah. Thank you for your atoning blood. And thank you for commanding us concerning the kindling of the Sabbath lights. You create life. You create light. You create light in the darkness of God. You create eternal salvation. And we honor you and we thank you as you invite us from darkness into the fullness of your light. We bless the house of Israel with this. We bless your global bride with this in the name of Yeshua as we enter your presence and your glory in this holy season. Amen, amen, and amen. We'll take the wine, the cup. More pre-agathen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, creator of the fruit of the vine. Yeshua, we praise you that you poured out your blood. You gave your life. Your blood was poured out. This cup was poured out for the forgiveness of the sins of many. We thank you for your atonement. We partake of it today as your family. We thank you that your covenant is in this cup as well, that your covenant love endures forever. It is eternal. Thank you for the fruitfulness, for the life, for the joy, for the love that is in this cup. We honor you with it, Lord. And we partake of all that you purchased for us as we enter this Yom Kippur and the Shabbat Teshuvah. And the bread. Eloheinu melanin lakamin ha'aretz. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe who brings forth bread from the earth. Yeshua, thank you. You are the bread of life. Your body was broken for our sins. You were broken for our life. Thank you that you are present, Lord. You are providing for us every day. You are our daily bread. And we joyfully and we gratefully acknowledge you and partake of you, Lord, individually and as your family. We thank you, Lord. You are our King and our Lord, our Savior, our Messiah, the Redeemer. You are the resurrection life of Israel and the entire world. In your holy name, Basham Yeshua. Amen. We'll partake of the bread. Holy One of Israel, we welcome you. We thank you. For the Shabbat, we thank you that in your atonement leads us into your rest, your wholeness, your peace. And we pray this over Israel as Israel enters this Shabbat of return. May she turn to you and may we all turn to you in this time as you position us, as you prepare us for 5-7. Hallelujah. And finally, Yeshua, 
I release your blessing, the priestly blessing and consecration over your people, your global Israel, and also your global bride. Just as your word has said, so that my name shall be invoked among them. We call forth the name of Yeshua, the name of salvation over Israel and over the nations, the name of Yeshua as a banner over all the earth right now in the name of Yeshua in this holy season. We thank you for your name being released. We thank you for the privilege, Yeshua, that you invite us into a holy priesthood together with you. Yeshua, help us to hear your prayers. Help us to hear the cries of your heart, Lord, in this season. Help us to be one with you, to hear your heartbeat, Lord, as things unveil before our eyes, as we prepare for your return, as you prepare the land and the people of Israel and the earth for your return. We thank you for this priesthood honor. And Lord, I bless my brothers and sisters also with a consecration to your heart and the, the shoulder ephods of the sons of Israel, of bearing Israel on the heart and on the shoulders as we enter this new year. I bless them, Lord. I thank you. That's one family. We stand on the walls of Jerusalem and Israel together. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I bless them in your holy name. God, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause you to prosper and flourish in this new year. May you bear his name in all that you do, in all that you say, in who you are. Hallelujah. God, may the Lord's face shine upon you. May you delight in the beauty of his holiness, of his purity, of what he has done for you and for the world. May his face shine upon you, piercing the darkness around you. May his light, may his truth, may his word arise in your heart, in and through you as you interact with your families, as you interact with the nations that you are each representing. Hallelujah. Uh, may the Lord lift his countenance upon you, taking you from strength to strength. May he refresh you with breakthroughs, with answers to prayer, with revelation in this coming year of his coming glory. May he be your vision and your strength, taking you from revelation to revelation and from glory to glory. Hallelujah. And may he place within you, may he grant you, may you walk in the fullness of his shalom, of the increase of his government and of his shalom for you, there shall be no end. It will only increase and increase as his glory arises and increases over you. Abinu Malkenu, our father, our king, I release all of these blessings with the consecration of the priesthood 
and the invoking of your name over each one of my brothers and sisters and over all of Israel tonight and in this holy season. For such a time as this, we thank you for this moment, for this Shabbat and for the coming Yom Kippur and for Sukkot to come. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise and glory be to God. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for a special Yom Kippur Shabbat. May you be blessed beyond measure as we go into this weekend, as the Lord continues to prepare our hearts before him, as we move together into 5783 for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Thank you so um, much. Steve. Shikhar, Did you yeah, Did you <clears throat> I yeah. think we have an important announcement here. Lena, are you still on? Can you quickly let people know what's happening? Sure. So there is a, there is a war and I don't know what happened last 24 hours, but that Azerbaijan has already started a war against Armenia and is within its borders already and there is the threat of either we give up into their request which is a major portion of the country or we they take it by force basically and so yeah we're gonna have a situation room saturday at 7 p.m jerusalem time and just pray yeah pray for god's intervention and pray that the movement that he has started will continue yeah amen yeah, that's on this line, and it's tomorrow, Saturday at 7 p.m. Jerusalem time. You'll have to figure out your own time shift. But I just wanted to highlight one thing, that this week, the thought has gripped me that the Haftarah readings are the same as 9-11-2001. And that's from Isaiah 60, verse 10 to, I no, 61, verse 10 to 63, 9. And of course, that's the call for the watchman in Isaiah 62. Isaiah 63 talks about the return of Jesus. And I feel like these verses continue to come at critical times. Of course, Russia just announced the annexation of the eastern portion of Ukraine and threats any retaliation against it. And this situation with Armenia, there's other uprisings all over the place. But our trust is in the Lord that he's laying a foundation for his return and he will set things into order in his time. But the thought has also crossed my mind that the Passover has been fulfilled through Jesus. We have yet to have a fulfillment of these fall feasts. And I have a feeling that he's going to return on his timeline and upon his word. And these scriptures are very critical scriptures, I believe. And I want to encourage, every, why am I saying this? I want to encourage everyone to stay strong on the wall. And every one of you can mobilize people into it. If this is a relational grassroots mobilization, and I want to impart on you a voice, a trumpet sound in this time of, uh, preparing for the Yom Kippur into the fall feast, have that trumpet sound in your heart that you can call people into this family. We are building a wall to prepare the way for his return. And I believe that we can hasten the day. And it looks like it's happening with the red heifers appearing. So anyway, this is my thoughts to share with you as we go into the time of Yom Kippur. Thank you so much, Shakar, And let's unmute and bless the Lord. 
<laughs> and be encouraged. Amen. Do not give up <laughs> in spite of the wars and rumors of war. Guess what? He's got amen, the answer. Amen. Oh, amen. God bless you. Bless you so much. Bless you. Love you. Blessings, everyone. Shalom, Rob. Bye-bye.